Stuck Button Podcast. This is Debo Price. This is my year ending episode for 2018. Today's January 6, 2019. I'm a little late. Don't judge. Uh, been a little busy. But I want I, I was planning on doing this as like a full on stuck button awards. And I do, you know, do like a game of the year, album of the year type of thing. But since I didn't watch every big movie play every big game this year like for games I, I haven't even started God of War yet mainly because I'm still playing Red Dead and Spidey uh, Spider-Man and I haven't finished either one of those so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go down I'm going to name my favorite 10 games of the year um, I like to do this at the end of the year especially with my friends when it comes to album like yo what's your what's your five favorite albums this year because you never know you might miss you might have missed something you know uh, I could name a game out of this that you never played, and you know if if one of my buddies considers an album a top five, I'm like, oh shit, I need to hear that. So that's that's my aim here. Okay. So my top ten games. I'm sorry, my ten favorite games of the year. About to fuck it up already. My ten favorite games of the year. I'm, I I got to name Red Dead and Spider Man. Both of those are really good. I'm locked into them. I'm probably on like chapter four of Red Dead. Um, I believe the Spider-Man percentage said I was on about 30%. And I haven't even touched any of the DLC yet. I haven't even downloaded it. Um, I wanted to get through the vanilla part of the game first. Spider-Man's dope because if, if you even remotely enjoy any of the Arkham games, this is probably the best bite of it out there. Um, and, and what I'm saying is like, you know, you've got like uh, Shadow of War, you've got Sleeping Dogs, you've got Ma uh, Ma Mad Max. All of those games are kind of like copies of Arkham, Arkham, Arkham Knight, Arkham City. Um, this is this is the best version of, of one of those that you can get. Um, it copies the combat in a way. But it's 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 different because of the speed of it. It's you know it's faster because of course you know you're super agile as Spider Man. Uh, the web slinging's dope. The 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 free roam. Uh, I mean you're in a sandbox more so more so. But uh, so far the storytelling's pretty decent. Um, I like being able to do the little missions to unlock the suits and like power you know uh, advance his suit so he does more stuff. Uh, Spider-Man's definitely, I, I real, I feel real sad that like some of my Xbox homies won't get to fuck with it ever because, you know, they're biased and think it's stupid just because it's on PlayStation, but they're, they're missing out. Red Dead, I talked a little bit about this on my last episode. Red Dead is a very good game and it's, it does a few things in it that will change game and I have a feeling. And so far it's, it's pretty dope. So far, what I've seen is pretty dope. The de the graphic detail is awesome. The way you conduct uh, dialogues, awesome. It's just great. Um, it, it's it's like I this is one of the few games that I've been the guy who is like staring at the ground, like wow, look at this mud. Like <laughs> I've never done that before. Um, but it's it's definitely a must have. Even if you're like, cause I fucking hate westerns, but this is a great game. 
Uh, what else do we have? I'm uh, and it, these are in no particular order, by the way. So there's not like the end isn't number one. These again, these are just my top tens. So that's two. Um, Shadow of the Colossus. Again, another game that my Xbox homies are going to miss out on. It's a remake of a, of I believe a PS2 game. I had always heard about this game. Supposedly it came out like at the end of like when the when the PS2 was about to die out and the PS3 came out. Um I've always heard this game was really dope. I was pretty happy that PS4 was going to get a remake of it in full 1080p, you know, better textures and the whole nine, and I was not let down. Um that's another game I have not beat. I'm stuck on the fucking eel monster. God, that shit's the devil. I'm going to get back on it and finish it at some point. But yeah, great game. Great experience. Who'd have thought that stripping a game out from everything except for boss battles would be this ill? Um, really dope game. My favorite fighter of the year has to get some mention. Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Dope. And, that, and I say that without playing... Um, I did purchase Fire Fighter EX Layer, fight, Fighting Layer EX, or however the fuck you say it. I did buy that. I haven't played it yet. I don't own Soul Calibur yet. I didn't buy In Birth, but Dragon Ball Fighter Z. I feel like it's Ark's take on like uh, Marvel versus Capcom Two. Like it feels a lot like it, um, especially like with the way the way you air juggle. Well, that stuff feels a lot like Guilty Gear, but. It just it, it's it, it's hard for me to put in the details, but it feels a lot like Marvel versus Capcom to it. Maybe it's the switching out the way that works uh, does it, but it's a great game, great fighter. If you catch it for cheap, I I I, I do recommend it, uh, and get the season pass because a couple of the extra fighters are pretty fun to play with. The my only my the only thing I hated about Dragon Ball was that we have like four Goku's. But they're supposed to get a season two in 2019, so let's hopefully they bring some more people. And I want to see Hercule. <laughs> um, maybe some of those guys from Dragon Ball Super will get on. Um, I have to give props to Sonic Mania. Um, I never owned a Genesis. I, I've only played Sonic uh, on mobile phones when I went over to a friend's house. Sonic was never like that game for me i was you know i was a nintendo kid i fucked with mario but getting sonic mania mostly because my son has become a sonic a, a sonic fan um he had sonic on his tablet <laughs> i got him sonic on his tablet for like 99 cents and he loved it uh then i i had generations on 360 uh he loved that so i decided i'd get mania because it was co-op you can play two player and you know he can be sonic i can be tails with whatever the hell and uh, yeah, man, lot, lots of fun. Uh, I, I'm not going to deep dive into it, but Sonic Sonic Mania, if you catch it on sale, I believe I got mine for ten on sale for ten bucks. But get it, Detroit. Look, I fuck with uh with Quantum, Quantum Dream. Uh, okay, well, I only played um I've only played Fahrenheit, um, which um, when it came out on on regular Xbox, it was called called Indigo Prophecy which I never beat it either, but it was a great fucking game. There wasn't anything else like it at the time. Uh, then they became Sony exclusive and they put out uh, heavy rain and uh, two souls out on, on a PS three. But I, I own those games now one because I pre-ordered Detroit and the other one was a free game of the month, a couple months ago, probably during the summer. So I, I like that company. I was going to get it based off of uh, 
Indigo Prophecy. And yeah, it, it didn't let me down. I didn't beat it a second time to see what would happen if I chose the other direction, but I did I did like what happened. Um, there was a bit of controversy about that game that I never got a chance to talk about on the podcast that I was hoping to get my wife to talk to me about. Uh, still got an episode coming with her that uh, we're going to talk about some nerdy things, but that, you know, let me, let me focus here. Um, <laughs> Detroit. Um, I want to give my favorite sports game of the year, my some love, which is really not considered sports, but WWE 2K19. They have to get some love for the little bit of quality changes they made in universe and creation and, and, uh, and the pace of the matches being turned up a little bit, fixing some of the bugs from last year. There's still bugs this year, but um, I did a full review, listen to it. Um, but if you're one of those guys who owns 17 or 18 and was like, and just felt like I'm not getting another one for a while, they're all the same. 19 is the one to get. Um, again, my favorite sports game this year, and I, I'm I'm still kind of playing it on the side of Spider Man and Red Dead, so. Another game that I play on the side of Red Dead and, and uh, 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 Red Dead and Spider Man, the the Destiny Two Forsaken update though it's not a full game, but that update added a bunch of shit, a bunch of a bunch of story, um, added some things from Destiny One that we wanted back, like the little the little uh, the little achievements I forgot what they're called trials. Um, show us what we've collected so far. Uh, Forsaken is, was was a really dope update. Had a, a real nice storyline, new enemies. Yeah, and 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 with that, they fixed fixed a bunch of bugs, and like I said, put a lot of things back in from Destiny One. That they stripped out, which makes no sense, but <laughs> it made the game good again. So, and I still play a little for I still play lots of Destiny Two now mostly because of the the black armory destiny's who's something again i play on the side um so that's eight i got two to go so touching on my couple of favorite indie games uh this year what i thought should have been indie game of the year dead sales um i know celeste got all the love especially from the from the game 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 of the year uh show but I think that I didn't play Celeste, but I think Dead Cells should have been game of the uh, indie game of the year. Um, we had a fucking Metroidvania revolution this year, pretty much like like I think it was like Dead Cells, Death Gambit, uh, fucking it was like four. It was like four Metroidvanias came out in the same three weeks or something. And from my understanding, all of them are pretty good, except Death Gambit's been getting a little, been getting fried for uh, trying to be a cheesy version of Dark Souls. But I plan on getting that eventually. But Dead Cells was, um, even though it's not true, it's not super true to the Metroidvania. It 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 is map wise, but gameplay wise, it plays super rogue like. It's more like uh, plays a little bit more like Spelunky. Um, a lot of people throw Rogue Rogue Legacy in there as as something that it's like. I haven't played that before, so the only thing I know that it plays like with the Rogue and the and the uh, generated boards is uh is Spelunky. 
So think Spelunky on a on a Met, Super Metroid map, and you you pretty much got it. Um, it's really dope. Haven't beat it because <laughs> uh, it gets pretty hard. But I, it's it's updated a few times since I've played it last. So I you know I, at some point I need to get back on it and see if I can uh make that good run and beat it. Um, and my last game is uh, Swords of, Dida- of Ditto. It didn't get very much love after it came out. Um, I never actually saw a, a review for it. So even on the internet, like I, I didn't see any any uh, of the big sites push push their review of it at all. But I thought it was a very dope game. Again, um, roguelike comparisons because it's, um, you run through it. And then the uh, the board is generated differently, but it's it's a village. Um, so think, it, and and it has strong uh, it has strong comparisons to uh, well, not even comparisons. It's pretty much Zelda, uh, a link to the past, the SNES version of Zelda. It's that with with the roguelike uh, generated village thing. So you're like trapped in one village. And you have, you know, you get a sword and you fight to get to the last boss. And then if you die, you start over the next day, except you wake up and go, you go get the sword from your last character. And so your level still the same, which is awesome. But you, you know, you have a new character. I, I thought it was one of the best indie games this year that I've played. And I think everybody should have it. If, if, if you catch it for, I, you know, I think I bought it. I pre-ordered, so I think I paid like twelve bucks for it. If you catch it for ten or five, you know, or less, grab it, man. It's 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 worthwhile. It's worth your time. Good game. Um, honorable mentions. Uh, Iconoclast. That that was another one of those that I don't know if it came out in that same three week. Uh, that that three week Metroidvania thing, but it came out this year. Also, a uh, Metroidvania really dope game it was free game of the month for december um i played it for about an hour it's pretty good uh hollow knight that came out that should deserves a mention another metroidvania <laughs> really good it came with all the dc the dlc from pc um i've never experienced it i've heard about it um i got it to i played for maybe an hour and yeah, it seems pretty pretty dope. Uh, my one buddy that beat it said it's full of content, hours of gameplay. So I'm looking forward to getting into that. Um, the Dark Souls One Remaster deserves some love. You know, they bumped up the textures. It runs at 60 frames per second. Beautiful. Uh, you guys know I've told you before. I'm kind of an addict when it comes to the Dark Souls games or anything like Dark Souls, like any of the little bites of it, Surge, Neo, I fuck with them. I can't beat them, <laughs> but I fuck with them. Um, and my last honorable mention in gaming uh, was the Street Fighter V Arcade Edition update. Uh, they, I mean, what more can you say? Uh, they added a second V-Trigger. Uh, they put Saget back in the game. Uh, they added a couple of new fighters that I thought were pretty fresh. Blanca came back. Yeah, I just think it des- you know it deserves a little love. Even uh, it, it's technically can say it's a new game. They because they re-released Arcade Edition as a, its own game. If you already had Street Fighter Five, they it was a free update. So yeah, um, I think it's worthwhile. But that's me being a longtime Street Fighter fan. 
uh, season five started hopefully in 2019. Hopefully, hopefully I get Abel back. <laughs> and I know Laura is supposed to be his replacement and that's cool, but I want Abel. Um, he was in the fucking story mode. Give me Abel. Anyway. Um, all right. I'm going to move on to, to albums of the year. Um, I stuck to mostly hip hop here just because, you know, I liked so much music this year. I had to like, I had to like funnel this somehow. So I just, I just kept it to hip hop. Um, Royce the five nines book of Ryan fire. Um, he actually came out with two albums this year. Uh, prime being the other one and uh book Ryan is really dope. Um, introspective, which is different for Royce kind of, I mean, he says intro in, introspective stuff sometimes, but this one, it's pretty much Royce of Five Nines version of 444, if you want to be honest. Just being super introspective, he still kept his flow. It's it's a really dope record. Kids See Ghosts by Kanye and Kid Cudi. I, nobody's ever said that out loud in front of me, so I don't know how to say it. But <laughs> but uh, without going into great detail, it's really dope. A lot of songs about depression. Um, Kanye's just different when Cuddy's in the room. I just, it's a good record, man. All, the production's really ill. Um, it's dope. It's dope. It's worth a listen. And it's and it's super short, man. It's like seven songs long. Or six, maybe. But yeah, fuck with it, man. It's really dope. Anderson Pox Oxnard is worth your time. Um, Anderson Pock is in a weird little gray area because he's... When you listen to him, especially because he sings sometimes, he's in this weird pocket because you're like, you would want to categorize him more like funk instead of hip hop. You know what I mean? But he raps on a couple of songs or on quite a few on this album, actually. So, yeah, hip hop. <laughs> he's got one of my favorite songs of the year this year with uh, I've said on I said on my last episode, uh, he got a song that's like Jay-Z's Girls, Girls, Girls. Uh, but it's called Sweet Chick, and it's it's worth listening. It's funny, uh, nice little sample. It's ill. It's ill. Nice little story. Flatbush Zombie. Fat, Flatbush Zombies didn't get really a, a lot of love, not in my circle, from their uh, Vacation in Hell, I believe the album's called. A really dope record. I think Flatbush Zombies' best album fuck with it <laughs> that's that's all i'm gonna give you fuck with it they're crazy and and it's dope the production's ill the the song the song subjects are really ill um it's it's worth your time um what else do i have here jid jid his dicaprio 2 album really fresh he he, I, I believe he runs in the same circle with Flatbush Zombies and Earth Gang and those guys, um, or maybe not. Cause uh, I'm sorry, I take that back. Cause Flash, Flatbush Zombies are in that little crew with uh, the Underachievers, so I take that back. Jid runs around with Earth Gang, or does a lot of features with them. But Jid's record, fresh, way better than his first album. I didn't think his first album was that dope, but he had like three really dope songs on it, so I, I fucked with it. This album is fresh. So this album, I like more songs than I hate. So <laughs> one of the homies said it be said to me, he is 
Lil Wayne and Kendrick Lamar's Love Child. And I'm and I I'll run with that. He doesn't know I'm borrowing that, but <laughs> there we go. That's that's the best way to describe it. And it's lyrical, man. Don't don't let that don't let that detour you if you don't like Lil Wayne. Fuck with him, man. It's a good listen. Uh he's got a really, you know, really cool little flow. He's fresh. <laughs> Nipsey Hustle's victory lap. Look, I look, I, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not super, you know, most of the stuff that I listen to is a lot more lyrical than the rest of it. This is Nipsey Hussle's first studio album, from what I understand. Like the rest of the shit that he had put out was all like mixtape shit, and I've heard songs by him that I thought were, you know, were cool, but I, I decided to fuck with this, and uh, man, <laughs> his record is pretty fucking dope. Um, the again production production's ill the verses are pretty fresh um, hell on Spotify I believe because um, Spotify at the end of the year tells you what songs you've been listening to the most for the year and I think the second <laughs> song that I played the most was uh was the status symbol 3 from Nip- Nipsey Hussle that's probably my favorite song on the album because that beat is so dope and fuck with Nipsey Hussle. Just let it, like, throw it on and let it play for a day. Like, just let it let it play. I challenge you. <laughs> let it play for a day. That shit is dope, man. I, I, I will be checking out Nipsey Hussle from here on out. <laughs> I gotta put Eminem's Kamikaze on here. <sighs> Look, he didn't get... no. In my circle, nobody thought that that album was really that fresh. Um, But I am an Eminem fanatic. So for me, Eminem's like... If you're a parent and your kid does that one thing that you think is funny and when company comes over, you tell your kid, hey, come downstairs, show them the thing. And then he does the thing and then you send them back upstairs. Right. So M is like that for me. Like I show up just to hear him do the syllable shit and I'm happy if he does that. I'm cool. A lot of the people around me or I notice a lot of the fans are at this point where they're like, but we already know he can do that. When is he going to do something else? I'm again, I'm cool with if I show up and M's got like five or six songs where he like, at least give me two murder songs and (laughs) and about four songs where he's like flipping some ill syllables and got a a couple funny punchlines. I'm gold. Fresh album. M. Thanks. (laughs) Everyone else isn't as entertained by that as I am. So, but with that, Kamikaze, one of my favorite albums this year. Um, that is let's see, that's eight, nine would be uh Toby Wigway, which I'm pretty sure I'm butchering the way that says T O B E N G W I G W E. Um, that dude drop has been dropping songs every Sunday for like I don't know. F- five six months maybe i would catch him on youtube when that came i don't follow him on instagram but and um i'm in a i'm in a hip-hop facebook group and 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 everybody would just be posting those every week i have not seen a whack win uh I i told you guys about him before last episode he's a nigerian kid but he's he grew up in houston so you know he sounds he's got the southern he's got the southern draw you know what i mean but like he's lyrical you know, lots of fresh punchlines with layers and shit. Like he's he's fresh. Um, 
And I do think you lose something with him if you don't see the videos. Because some of, some of his lure is like how laid back the videos are. Like the last song I saw by him, he's getting his hair braided the whole time. Like, <laughs> And then when he's like, you know, him and his the two girls are like wearing wife beaters and they're like dancing during it. It's just like, you know, it's like his real artsy look to it. But he's like, you know, he's really nonchalant about because like, again, the T and the, and the Nike slides. and. But anyway, I looked on Spotify and they have... Like, I guess his first maybe 14 songs grouped together as an album called The Originals. So with that, I got to give him credit and give him one of the albums of the year. I just got to because dude is fresh. If he don't end up by himself on Double XL in 2019, Double XL got to get punted off the fucking planet. <laughs> like, we got we got to get Double XL the fuck out of here. If they put a bunch of dudes in purple braids on that fucking cover and Toby Nigway, where Wigway is not there. But anyway, and my favorite album of the year is Pusher T's record. Uh, Daytona is probably, no, I'm sorry. Daytona is the freshest thing that came out of that little you know, EP fest that, that Kanye was throwing. Uh, because I told you guys, I didn't, you know, the more times I listened to Nas album, I didn't like it. Um, I did end up liking like three or four songs, but I started out like that first week, liking all the whole album. And then like it degraded every time I listened to it. Kanye's record was, uh, it was okay. Fuck. Um, Tiana Taylor's album was whack. Like it was like, it was pretty bad. It was a pretty bad inning for uh for good music there. Except except for Pusha T. Pusha T's record is super solid. Um I think I don't like one song out of seven. And I'm still listening to it in this January. So yeah, it's it's pretty dope. I do feel like I might be alone, but I do feel like Pusha is running away from a full length record. Because like the last two records we got from him. Like, there was that mixtape. I forgot what year it was. It might have been, like, 14 or something like that. Like, we got that mixtape. Then we got another mixtape that still had four of the songs from the old one. Then we got that, what I thought was supposed to be an album, but it was another EP. But it had two songs from the mixtape. And now we got this that's just a six, a seven-song EP. I feel like, I feel like Push is running a little bit, but I don't know. Regardless... That EP is hard, and uh, yeah, but yeah, like he's he's got to be one of the dudes. And that's it. That's my ten. Um, honorable mentions. West Side Guns album was fresh. Um, fuck, what was it called? Damn, I don't remember what, what West Side Guns record was called. But he's one of those guys that signed to uh, Eminem's. Uh, to, I think they're signed to Shady. Him and Conway the Machine. But uh, it's real hard, real gritty, real New York. It's it's dope. Even though that dude's from Tennessee. But it's like, it sounds like a New York record. Like an old, like, you know, it's one of them albums like, like the beats are like noise and you can hear bottles crunching from Timberland boots in the background. <laughs> it's, it's really fresh. <laughs> um, fuck with that, man. Um, that and since I'm mentioning Timberlands, um, that Dave E. Styles P. Uh, collab album was really fresh. Rural New York. Um, pretty fresh hooks. You know, I'm not a huge locks guy. I do fuck with David East, Dave East a little bit. Um, it's it's worth a listen. It's super, super hard. Um, 
like I don't feel like you can listen to it without having a hoodie on with the with the hood over your head. Like it's it's inappropriate if you if you do. Um. Uh, J Rock's record was really fresh. Um, I think his album's called Redemption. I, I like J Rock a lot. There's very few of those top dog kids that I that I don't like. I even you know I love SZA. And I, you know, Absol, J Rock, I fuck with everybody in that camp. Definitely fuck with that. Ah oh, man, I, I was trying not to mention Scorpion, but Drake's okay. So there was a couple of songs on Drake's album that were kind of fresh. So like, I'll mention it. Okay, that's it. I'm moving on. Um, Triple <laughs> um, Extensions record was pretty fresh. Uh, I'm 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 really weirded out about listening to albums after somebody passes. Especially if the project comes out after they passed, because you're like, was that even his vision or is that some shit the record label threw together from what he recorded? You know what I mean? But regardless, it's, it's there's some there's some joints on it. Um, I, I liked um, his first album. Uh, I don't even know what it's called. Question mark. <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah, uh, was a talented kid, man. Uh, his record, uh, I think, believe, believe this album is called Skin. Um it's pretty fresh. Fuck with that if you ever get a chance. Uh, and I, I liked Mac Miller's album. Fuck, what was it called? Swimming. Uh, Mac Miller's Swimming was really fresh. Um, I mean, I, I've, I've always kind of been a Mac Miller fan. I thought Good AM was really fresh. He's, his sound is just so laid back and so Cali to me. It's like it's Cali but not Cali. Because, you know, you know, it's the smoothness of it. The production is really like, you know, chill and, and, um, man, he's just, he's fresh, man. He's, he was, he was another talented kid who, uh, you know, I, I hate to, his album was out before he passed so that, you know, I know that was his true vision at least, uh, as, as much as it could be on a record label, but, uh, yeah, Mac Miller was really dope. All right, let's jump into film. Um, the film thing was kind of hard for me because again, I didn't see a bunch of shit that I wanted to see. Um, uh, I missed quite a few movies. I didn't see all of Ozark season two, which is fire so far through the first five episodes, but I left it off the list because I didn't finish it yet. Cause I don't know if it jumps off a cliff after, after what I, it could be terribly whack after in the sixth episode. So I, I didn't put it on here. So I'm Black Panther and Infinity War. Let's just throw those out there. That's two. Um, I already my very first episode was an Infinity War, uh, Infinity War review with my wife. Go back and listen to it if you want to know what my thoughts are. Black Panther was was dope. Period. I don't even have to go into detail. <laughs> um, I uh, my wife and I just saw Spider Verse last night. In this spot, I was about to put Incredibles 2 there. But I'm, I'm going to snatch that back. <laughs> I'm going to snatch Incredibles 2 back off of there. Let's put Spider-Verse right here. Uh, Spider-Verse was pretty fresh. I kind of feel like I should have took my son to it. Because um, it was it was kid-friendly, but still very, still very good. Uh, the animation style was really dope. The storyline was fresh. Like I, I, I have very little, very few complaints about the movie. There was one little bit of um, of logic that I didn't understand, 
but I, I th- this is something I might bring, have my wife on for on her episode. We'll go into it, but so I can, I'm going to make the episodes I do with my wife. Like I'll be sp- like full spoilers on those episodes. I'm sorry guys. My, my Bigsby's fucking going off. Nobody wants to talk to you, Bigsby. Anyway, but yeah, I'm going to be completely spoiler, you know, let the spoilers fly when I, when I do episodes with my wife. So uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is, is, that would make three. Okay. I'm going to put, I'm sorry to bother you in here. Now, (laughs) for those who've seen that movie, you might wonder why I would do that. But, I'll say up until the point where the movie changes that this is me being as spoiler free as I can and people who have seen it know what I mean up until that point of the movie, the movie was fucking dope. It was, it was, you know, the storytelling was ill, you know, all the little metaphors that they, the layers that they had in there, then it's like, somebody took the rest of the story and threw it straight out the window and just started filming some other shit. (laughs) So I still thought that was, it was a fresh movie afterwards. I was just very puzzled by the rest of the movie. So with that, I'm just going to move on. Sorry to bother you. One of my favorite movies of the year. That's four. Okay. Altered Carbon. I'm also, uh, sorry, I'm also going to compile episodic television and anime, animated film or, you know, uh, uh, episodic animation into this also because I didn't feel like, I didn't think I would have enough to do like movies, TV, you know, so compiling these all together. Um, Altered Carbon, that um, that sci-fi I can't, I guess, I guess it kind of cyberpunk. I guess it fits cyberpunk uh, umbrella. Really dope sci-fi by, by on Netflix. Um, I'm not going to go into great detail because I feel like I'll spoil it a little bit. So if you're looking for a new sci-fi to watch, our Altered Carbon on uh, on Netflix. It has the uh, that lead guy from, uh, from The Killing, which was probably the main reason why I watched it. Uh, he did Robo that RoboCop remake, which was terrible, but uh, he's in it. Really, really fresh movie, really fresh story. Um, visuals were on point. The cinematography was crazy dope. I was hoping my wife would check it out uh, just because I wanted her to see the cinematography. But uh, she's not super huge in the sci-fi like that, so I doubt it, I doubt it'll work. But we'll see. Um, but definitely one of the best things I've watched this year. Um. While I'm at on Netflix, The Haunting of Hill House. I'm I'm a huge horror guy, uh, even though I've been slipping lately and I haven't seen a, a bunch of the horror movies that I've wanted to see. But when I found out, you know, when I saw the trailers for for that shit, and I saw like the little kid going like, "Mommy, I dreamed I was dead." I'm like, "Yup, sign me the fuck up." I'm, <laughs> I'm watching that shit, so I binged it over two or three days, and that that was well worth it. Uh, the ending, eh pretty fresh but it took you know it was one of those things that like everybody had a theory and one of them actually checks out and that that made the ending better uh v- very dope worth your worth your watch 
it might have one of <laughs> one of the scenes toward mid season will stick with me. It's probably one of the better horror scenes in horror history. Um, I'm not going to go into detail about it. Uh, I want you to experience, experience it for yourself. With that, Annihilation, uh, star, starring uh, Natalie Portman. A really weird movie. It also was sci-fi. Um, I'll say this. That movie, like I just said about The Haunting of Hill House, has a scene in it that could go down as one of the dopest fucking horror scenes ever. I was not expecting that. When I saw the scene, I was not expecting that. And I'm I'm telling you, it's probably it's probably goat horror scene. Okay, I'm I, let me, I'm jumping out the window. <laughs> okay, it's it's a really fresh horror scene in it that like you you know like we'll be talking about that scene forever. Um, but it's hard to because everybody hasn't seen it. It's pretty much an underground movie at this point. There's that and there's a scene at the end, but. If you're into horror, you ain't got nothing to watch. Annihilation, Natalie Portman. Dope. Fuck with that. Okay, what number am I at now? Let's see. Black Panther, Infinity Four, four five, six, seven. So I got a seven. I got three to go. Um, I'll stick with Netflix. Daredevil season three. Uh, won't go into great detail. I was not a huge fan of Daredevil season one. I'd like two more than one season two, more than season one. Most of the fans of that show are the other way, or, you know, or vice versa on it. Um, I think season three was the best season I've seen since Daredevil. Um, RIP since it got, it, it got retired by Netflix, which is sad because I'm like, yo, how do you, how do you cancel this show after its best season? Um, it's just it's worth your time if see because it's hard to recommend it now because you'd have to watch three seasons of this shit just to get to season. you know you'd have to watch season one and two just to like season three pretty much but um daredevil season three was definitely dope fuck why did netflix have to cut that after it's uh after it was so fresh but anyway um, moving on, Jessica Jones season two was my number nine. Damn, it's hard to believe that 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 was this year. I think yeah, it came out in like February, right, or March. Jessica Jones season two. The crowd is definitely divided on how how on how to write the second season of Jessica Jessica Jones. Um, I liked it for a particular reason that I don't want to be spoilery and talk about. At some point, I'm going to record a mini and do a a review of season two of, of Jessica Jones. I just feel like it was it was written a particular way that I noticed that I don't think everybody came away with like I did. I'm sure someone did, but I haven't I haven't read any reviews about that show. All I know is when I talk to my, you know, the couple of nerd friends that I have are like, oh, that shit was whack. And I'm like, nah, think about it like this. And they're like, mm, I still don't like it. But <laughs> that's what they would say. But, you know, but I, I thought it was written really fresh. Uh, my, I wanted my wife to see it so I can at least have somebody to talk to about it. And um, and I thought she would dig the story anyways, uh, especially season one storyline. Um, and she quit watching after like four episodes. But uh, 
I'm trying. I'm trying to get her to watch it. I think she'll enjoy season one, and I think she'll dig season two too. Cause she, you know, she writes. Uh, she writes stories. Um, I, I don't want to belittle that by saying stories, but she writes. So I just I want to get her perspective on it. Hopefully she watches it and we can talk about it on the podcast. Um, so that's nine. And ten would be the DC animated film uh, Death of Superman. I thought that again. I talked about it before. The fucking the fucking fight choreography, the animation was on point. Um, the storyline was ill. Even though I've read the comics, like that that iteration of it was fucking dope. Um, and I can't wait for Reign of Superman to come out. I think they said it will be coming out like at least the first half of this year. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, and that's my that's my 2018 favorites. Um, I guess I'll, I'll end this by going into what I'm expecting uh, for next year, what I'm looking forward to. Film-wise, like I said, um, Reign of Superman animation. Um, this uh, DC animation is supposed to be putting out a, a Wonder Woman sequel. Uh, they on, they've only, through all these years of them making these animated films, they've only had one Wonder Woman solo film, which was fucking dope. They're just now making a, a second one, so... Hopefully it's ill. Uh, Film-wise, uh, Infinity War, of course. Um, I'm going to watch Captain uh, Cap- Miss Marvel, Captain Marvel. Hopefully it's good. I'm looking forward to uh, Punisher Season 2, even though I know they're going to cancel that shit right afterwards. Looking forward to Jessica Jones Season 3, which I think that's supposed to come out like, you know, late, late fall, winter time. Um, I'm looking forward to uh, Bad Boys 3, finally. Hopefully that comes out. I think they said it's supposed to come out this summer. Uh, on the low, you know, don't tell nobody I said this, but kind of looking forward to Toy Story 4. Don't judge me. <laughs> I, fuck, I fuck with Toy Story, man. Uh, I, I, I see how y'all looking at me. Don't do that. Don't do that. Uh, I, I fuck with Toy Story. And uh, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, Glass. Oh, I, got, I can't wait for Glass this year. Um. I, I don't want to go into that too hard because I, I know for a fact, like I'm the only one of my circle of friends that saw Unbreakable. So shit, I, I might have said too much there, but I'm not, I'm like, I'm, I'm very much looking forward to glass. What John Wick three comes out this year, uh, that, uh, that Joaquin Phoenix Joker is supposed to come out. The, the, uh, teasers they have up for that look really fresh. Game of Thrones starts at some point during the spring. Uh, the the season finale, the the series finale of that. I'm lo- super looking forward to that shit. Um, uh, the Hellboy remake. I'm just kind of shooting shit off the top of my head. I can't really remember everything. The Spider Man. Um, they finally admitted that uh that uh Jake Gyllenhaal was gonna be Mysterio. So I'm looking forward to that shit. Oh yeah, we saw the trailer to Shazam while we were watching uh, Spider Verse. I'm not like super looking forward to it, but I'm I'm going I'm going to fuck with it. Um, uh, fucking the Phoenix X Men movie. I don't know. They fucked that storyline up so many times. Like I'm I'm not one of those guys who's like, yo, it has to be exactly like the fucking comics or it's whack. Like I'm cool if they change the shit up, but make the shit dope, man. Like. That story is too dark. Phoenix is is like one of the first the the first 
you know, stories. I think I read it as a graphic novel uh, now that I think about it. But that's one of the first stories I came into comics reading. You know, like I read that in like in the early 80s. And uh, man, I just, I you know, I, I'm a huge X-Men fan. And I just don't like them butchering that, that the story up at all. Uh, they should fucking Marvel hit me up. Let me write X Men movies. <laughs> fuck, fuck that. I know y'all just signed the shit back to Disney, but fuck Kevin Feige. Fuck with me. <laughs> I am the guy. New Star Wars this year. Uh, I ain't been. I haven't been too happy with what the few Star Wars movies that ha- has came out. Uh, I still haven't saw saw Rogue One yet though. So. Uh, yeah. So so that's that's movies, uh, music. Mm, I'm looking forward to outside of hip hop. Um, SZA supposed to have, drop a new album. I'm looking forward to that. Weekends dropping a new album. Uh, Solange is supposed to be coming back around. I'm fucking with that. Uh, Earth Gang that going back to hip hop. Earth Gang's uh, Mirrorland or Mirror World, whatever that's called. Uh, that and Freddie Gibbs Pinata too, uh, and supposedly Redman's dropping Muddy Water too this year. Uh, those are pretty high on my list. Uh, Childish Gambino will be out this year. Uh, Nas was supposed to be dropping another record that he said would come out before the year was over, and it never dropped. So hopefully that comes out soon. Schoolboy, it's about time for Schoolboy Q to come back around. Um, uh, shit. I think I think I read that Run of Jewels is supposed to be making a new record. Um, I mean, of course, I'm looking for that. I, I really like Killer Mike a lot. So, um, as far as games go, uh, Shenmue Three is at the tip top of my list of games I'm most anticipated about this year. I have I have such an affection for the, for the Shenmue series. Uh, I told you guys when I saw that E3 and they announced Shenmue 3, I bought my PlayStation 4 that night. <laughs> like I was, I was sold. That's all they had to tell me to keep me from buying an Xbox one. That was it. Street Fighter was on there. Shenmue 3 is coming out. Boom. I bought a PlayStation 4. <laughs> it was that easy. Um, that and, uh, Ghost of Tsushima, if I'm saying that correct. That uh, that sword play stealthy game that's supposed to be coming out. I forgot the name of the studio who's making it. Um, Obsidian, Obsidian ENT, their game Outer Worlds looks really ill. It's supposed to be like a mix of like when I saw the trailer, it looks like a mix between Fallout and Mass Effect. So of course I'm down for that. Um, gonna keep my eye on Anthem. Gonna keep my eye on Division Two, Last of Us Two. Gotta have that. Um, I just played Last of Us. I beat Last of Us two. I beat Last of Us one like right before I started playing w- w- uh, Witcher three during last winter, uh, winter two thousand seventeen. So, looking forward to that. What very dope game. Um, looking forward to uh, Mortal Kombat eleven, which I'm going to wait for a while. I, I mean, I just got ten during the during the christmas sale because it was five dollars so i'm gonna play that and beat that and fuck with that for a while um and get 11 after it 
Like maybe I'll get it after the season one characters come out. I'm pretty sure they're going every fighting games doing seasons. I'm pretty sure they will too. Um, hopefully they don't do that shit with the armor like they did from fucking. Uh, hopefully they don't do that armor shit that they do on Injustice Two on Mortal Kombat. Hopefully that shit's gone. But I've I've read some shit that we're supposed to be able to like create move sets for for the characters. So so like one guy Sub Zero is different from somebody. You know my Sub Zero is different from yours. You know that whole shit. I just hope it's not tied to armor like it was before. Um, like it wasn't injustice. I'm sorry. Um, looking forward to Dead or Alive Six. I don't know if I said that. Uh, I'm a fan of Dead or Alive. I did not buy five. Oh, I take that back. I did buy five on 360. I didn't buy it again when I went to PlayStation. I was going to, and so I saw the way that they were selling it on there. They're like it's free that you have to buy the characters and the costumes. I'm just like, man, fuck this game. Um, six is supposed to have a more serious tone than they had. They're supposed to be censoring down on the fan fan service bullshit. So it's not going to be all about jumping, bouncing titties in the whole nine. There's a there. Uh, oh, I'm also looking forward to 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 Sekiro that from software game about the, you know, the ninja with one hand that got the robotic hand, that shit looks ill. And, um, there's a little game called Sable that was on E3 from, from E3 2018. Look at the trailer. If you haven't seen it before, um, a lot of people, I don't know if that's the devs that I read that were comparing it, but a lot of, a lot of circuits have been comparing it to breath of the wild for, you know, as far as like how big and the exploration and, you know, not being very much commentary or dialogue and, you know, you're supposed to be discovering this world, but, uh, the particular style of, I, the only thing I know to call it is cell shading, but it, it, you know, it looks animated. It looks like, you know, it looks like a comic book almost, but, uh, just watch the tra- trailer Sable. Um, that's supposed to be out mid year or so, I think. But I'm looking forward to that also. Um, so yeah, that about covers everything. But that's my 2018 in review. Uh, thanks for having me over, Stug Button Podcast.